Let's just do shaving a haircut two bits. What? Do you know shaving a haircut two bits? No. no. This is the first I've ever heard of this. I'm gonna oh. shandy. Yeah, what is this, like, two-bit 18th century mic yeah. check you're doing? Like, yeah, like... Let's all say two bits of gander down by the river. Like, what Back when, What the fuck is this nonsense? I, Back when Alexander Graham Bell I do not feel like I'm in the wrong for assuming you guys would know what shaving a haircut is. No, what? Get out of here. <laughs> this is like... That's like a code name for the Underground Railroad. Like, what is this? Welcome back to Rouge One, episode 11. We're deep into the double digits now. I'm Kevin Yost. I'm Ben Rogers. And I'm balls deep into the double digits, Sud Sampath. Uh, we have traded Sud for Matt this time. Uh, you mean you traded Matt for Sud? Trading went on. Let's just leave it at that. Matt's not here. Maybe he's dead. No one knows. We'll find out next week. Uh, let's go ahead. Ben has been very excited about Red uh, Resident Evil 2, so let's go ahead and start with your week, Ben. Red Dead Resident Evil 2 <laughs> has been amazing. Um, now, you may, I mean, I already sound like it, but I have reverted back to a 12-year-old child with this game. It is a almost perfect remake of Resident Evil 2, and I am really thoroughly enjoying it. I have started uh, playing the game as Leon, as opposed to the other character you can play as at the start, uh, Claire Redfield. I'm really curious about this game. Before RE4, Resident Evil 2 was my favorite Resident Evil game. And I'm yeah. like really curious to know, what's your history with the franchise? What do you think about Resident Evil generally? And how do you feel about Resident Evil 2 specifically? And then I really definitely want to dive into this game with you. I played a well, little bit. Um, it's unfortunate but... you weren't on the last podcast because I was talking about how like this is a really big childhood game for me. And uh, okay, we don't have to go like too deep then. But yeah, I'm yeah, I I picked the game up at a blockbuster one stormy night, and I played it uh, with the lights off, and I thought crows and dogs bursting through the windows was the scariest thing I ever experienced in a video game. And that's where I fell in love with the series and Capcom in general. Okay, so you have been playing... Have you have you played every Resident Evil game since then, pretty much? Yes, yeah. Okay, so... my I love Resident Evil 2. It is pretty spectacular for its time. Uh, but the one thing that I would say that its charm is, like, there's just so many memes around it, like... Uh, <laughs> Like, just kind of how ridiculous the whole situation is. Just and with how, the, like, the whole bad voice acting, all those Oh, the voice acting is just hilarious, yeah. yeah. I hope this and, is not Chris's blood. Yeah, and, you know, the thing about this remake, and I'm I'm into it, um, the original game was just really short. Like, you can beat that game in four hours, honestly. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, you could probably speedrun it faster if you're like really like elite gamer, which I'm not. Um, so just based on what you've played, I mean, it's cool that you really like it. Do you think the game is like around the same length? Because if it's still like a four to six hour game, is it like worth sixty dollars? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think um, it depends on how you go about it. Because if you're just planning on playing it for just you know Leon and Claire's story and done with it. I don't think you're going to get your money's worth. But, I mean, there's so much to the game after you beat it, and that's what made Resident Evil 2 so much fun because there's all that stuff with Hunk and just all the different weapon unlocks and the costumes and just... That's what made it really uh, unique and uh, a cut above the rest in terms of video games at that time. Is a lot of that just, like, just like beating play. the game over and over again? Or... Completing uh, yeah. tasks doing different things. Yeah, doing different things. You know Dead Rising, Kevin? Mm-hmm. Like, Dead Rising is not a particularly long game, yeah. right? Uh, but the charm of Dead Rising comes from approaching it from different ways, like completing certain scenarios, unlocking different rooms that may not be essential to the story, finding different ways to kill zombies. Like, that's sort of what was there in the PlayStation original remake. Um, mm-hmm. This is the second remake of Resident Evil 2. Have you played the other one? Ben? Um, or ben? I know, honestly. Um, oh, I think the last time I played Resident Evil 2 was on the PlayStation. Wait, so you haven't played Resident Evil 2 since you were like a wee child? Yeah, exactly. That's why I said okay. I'm 12 now. I've been blasted <laughs> into the past playing this game well, again. Well, I would argue that, so, I mean, Capcom loves remaking Resident Evil games, and they love re-releasing, re-releasing and remaking Resident Evil 2. Yes, so, they do. Resident Evil 4 specifically. Yeah, but Resident Evil 4 doesn't have a remake. I think RE2 does. Oh, yeah, remake. But, I mean, they, they remastered and resold that game a billion times. Yeah, I mean, RE4 gives Skyrim, like, a run for its money. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not on that level but it's fucking close <laughs> yeah but re4 is way better than skyrim um but so i'm curious like i would say that the resident evil series is pretty uneven with how it treats its history and you seem to say that this is a really great reimagining of re2 but it is so different right the control seems completely different oh yeah over the shoulder I mean- it's way more you're way more agile than you ever were in yeah, RE2, sure. and in the original RE2, uh, a lot of the tension just came from the fact it doesn't control well. It controls like garbage. Like <laughs> yeah, a lot of the tension came like, from hearing the zombies, but having a terrible camera angle and you with terrible controls, trying to avoid that zombie. <laughs> yeah, like pivoting in place, like a like you know, like a swivel, you know, and it's just like I can even picture in my mind's eye Leon's feet just like turning in a circle without like any particular mo- like motion to them. I just remember like... the the thing that really sticks out to me is the constant uh, foot on wood, the tonk 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 tonk, like everywhere you went. So what about this game makes you like what is? Because it's just, it is so different. I'm definitely looking at this game through uh, rose-tinted glasses because, like, this is how I imagined the game when I was 12. You know, those those memes where it's, like, what it felt like, what it actually was, you know? So how many times did you play the PlayStation 1 version? A lot. Like, me and uh, a friend of mine just, like, one summer just played it all the time. Like, unlocked hunk and the tofu 
thing and all that. Just had a okay. blast. Um, so does that mean that like you could pick up the PlayStation One version now and like run through it pretty well? Yeah, honestly, like, like so. How similar some, is it? Like, it's really similar. I'm not entirely sure on uh, some of the items, but like a lot of the items that I remember picking up were in the exact same spot in this remake, and it's just like, whoa, I remember that. I felt like the demo for the police station was really similar to the police station in RE2. Yeah, it's like, it's crazy how, like, how much of a love letter, like, remake this is. Yeah, I mean, everything I've heard is, it is, you know, for all intents and purposes, a remake. I've heard that there's a few enemy placements and stuff that they change around just to keep a little surprise, but... Like, it's almost, you know, shot for shot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it feels like. So, if it's shot for shot, like, does that mean that the difficulty is, like, roughly the same? Like, how do well, they Well, no, because you're working, in a, you're working in a, a, a three-dimensional space that you have more, you can interact more with. Like, rem- back in the day, you could only shoot the bullet straight up or down. Yeah. You know? So I think that adds to more difficulty. You know, there's, you know, zombies move different, you know. Uh, you have to aim, obviously, in multiple directions. So I think it's... Oh, so I think this it's, is harder. Yeah, I would say it's harder in that regard. Because you, But that you know, seems wild to me, because yeah. I thought a lot of the challenge for RE2 was just the fact that you controlled, like, a bus. And this <laughs> thing controls really well. Yeah, well, so. this does control really well, but zombies still take a whole hell of a lot of bullets, to, and you still got to ammo conserve. And yeah, I mean, having like, played just the half-hour demo, uh, yeah, go ahead. like you, yeah, they take a ton of damage to the point where, like, I wasn't convinced some zombies could be killed. It felt like I would hit them in the head five times; they would go down, yeah, and then they would like continue to crawl on the ground, Get back up. Yeah, and so uh, in addition to taking explodes. a ton of damage, uh, just the way they move and, you know, are, like, throwing their bodies around, their heads move around a lot more than yeah, I think a lot of, like, first-person, like, a lot of shooter games have their enemies that's doing. That's one thing I really like about this with their en- with the zombies. They're just jiggling their heads in <laughs> slouchy ways. That makes it really just difficult. Just jitterbugging. Yeah. and uh, moonwalking all over the just place. Just 23 <laughs> could do in the whole way towards you. Every now, one is just juking. It's just like, huh, 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 huh. <laughs> Michael Jackson's there dancing. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, what is going on? Why are you here, Mike? <laughs> so I take it you did not play the one-shot demo, said? Oh, no, I played and beat it. Oh, um, oh that's right. We talked about that uh, in our chat. Yeah, no, I played and beat it, and I really liked it. Uh, the thing was is that it it did feel very similar to the second game. I played that game so much that I could probably beat it in four hours. Our friend Dave beat it in a night, so I yeah. can only imagine he's beat it in about four to five hours, six yeah, hours. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he's beat it a second time through, and I'm sure he's doing the hardcore run. Which, yeah. that's one thing I love about this game is the, the hardcore version of Resident Evil 2 is basically just Resident Evil 2 on the PlayStation. Because it's the what? inks, yeah, because it's the, 
uh, there's no auto with standard mode. There's no it's auto saving, and you can save anywhere. With hardcore mode, you go back to the original old school system of the ribbon the ribbon system. Oh, you get the ink ribbons, and you go yeah, to find writers. That's the okay. only way you can save. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's cool and all, but you're saying that this game is still like fundamentally harder at its standard level. Than right. What it I'm was. playing on. I'm playing on standard to uh, to enjoy the game. Once I beat it, I'll probably move on to hardcore. But I could see where uh, that could get really frustrating. I guess. Since there's I mean, long stretches of fights and stuff like that. It's really cool that, I mean, it's got great reviews. It's like 91 mm-hmm. on Metacritic. Uh, people love it. It does look gorgeous. The zombies look terrifying. I just I just wonder about, especially, I, I didn't buy it. So I was really close to buying it. And it was just like, I do I want to, do I want to buy this? It's a cool, it's a ground up remake. And I am a Resident Evil fan, but I'm not the biggest Resident Evil fan. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's $60 for a game that seems super similar, and I already kind of have that experience. And mm-hmm. it's cool that you're blasted back into the past when you're, like, 12 years old, and you're, like, having all this nostalgia. Yeah. I, maybe I'm just, like, a really old man, and I don't give a shit about nostalgia <laughs> anymore. And, like, this doesn't mean much to me. Um, I, mean, I think you cool definitely you care for nostalgia. I just think this is not one of the things that presses that button for you. Yeah. I guess. I mean, like, every time I hear about another remake of a movie or something, I just get so angry, and I don't want to fucking engage, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, I could, like, I've been playing Red Dead. It's been, I'm not going to talk about it this week, because I actually have not played it for a long time, but, like, Red Dead or, or God of War, or, like, really fresh new experiences, they're really lengthy, and, you know, $60 means a lot <laughs> for that. Um mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and and this is a game that I know pretty well, and it's cool that there are different enemy placements. But do I need to get the tofu again? Do I need to get hunk again? I don't know. You know? I mean, if it's not, Makes I mean, yeah. I mean, if I I really enjoy the game for what it is, and I'm I'm having fun playing it, so I plan on you know going through all that. Yeah, man. God bless. I think it's for people who a like have been wanting to play it, have like heard good things about the the first version but just could not get past the tank controls or mm-hmm. people who could play that game 18 million times in a row and never get bored with it yeah so have you played resident evil 7 yet ben like all the way through have you beat no the game? no um i played a bit of it and then um i was playing it while uh, i had gotten it while i was sick and i was trying to play it and i kept on getting motion sickness so i haven't gone back to it since then is this similar? So I'm really curious. Even though there's a perspective shift, like this is more RE4 style, is this closer to RE7 or is it closer to RE4? Um, well, I think it's like a kind of um, a mash of both because you have a lot of good lighting and horror and, and uh, sense of dread effects more in place in this one. Like in 7, how the lighting and stuff always adds to the eeriness of it. But at the same time, you have, like, we were almost a Jill sandwich. You know, you still have those cheesy, campy, uh, what a day to join the force kind of uh, lines, you know? Uh-huh. But I really, I'm really, really have enjoyed it. Sorry. I'm really mad they changed his voice actor. It's different. <laughs> And they changed the model. Like the this is like the worst looking Leon. 
Well, I mean, I don't like it. the last Leon face I looked at was the one from but uh, 4, but he's supposed to be younger. And the last time I looked at Leon's face in Resident Evil 2, it was basically a box. Yeah, but like, just because he's younger doesn't mean it has to be pudding. Like, he looks like a little pudgy boy. Like, he, he looks like he's been eating tapioca for days. Like, come on. He hasn't been running away from zombies. He hasn't gotten that, that, that body. Yeah, he's the rookie to the force. He's just been doing, like, coffee and donuts all day at the academy. Sure. He's just gotten into the force. He's just he's, like, well, I got this funchicle and now zombies. Oh, what a day. He's, he's been like, making helicopter noises <laughs> and silly sound effects. If it bothers you that much, you can always switch back to the uh, <laughs> the PS1 models in the game. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a, a, a noir one where they look like uh, basically Dick, Dick Tracy and the... the, the uh, color shift is all you know, black and white. Hmm. So there's cool. a lot of a lot of ways to go about playing the game, multiple playthroughs. So it's you know not always the same. Yeah. So we don't give a shit about spoilers for this game, right? No, I mean, I, I mean, people have had a long time, and I don't know if we spoil. I, like, I would avoid it. I mean, we don't have a huge listener base yet, but like, it's a brand new game. There are people playing it for the first time who have never played. You know the PS One version. Uh, okay, can you just tell me like where you? Like, how close are you th- through your Leon playthrough, Ben? Um, um, I am playing the other character that you get to play during the playthrough. Okay, so you're like halfway, three fourths of the way through. Yeah, I yeah. If what I remember is right, I'm <laughs> I'm about. Three it is not a long game. Yet. Like yeah. honestly. Once you finish that part, it's like another third, and it sort of crescendos to there. Yeah, once you get out of the place, uh, out of the police station, it kind of escalates and speeds up pretty quickly. Yep, towards its natural conclusion. Well, how do you feel about Mister X? How's he in this game versus the other one? Oh man, he looks really cool. And uh, one thing I like about it is just the the effects on it are really cool. Uh, what effects? Uh, in the sense that um. Because Mr. X, like, was always evolving or whatever. Yeah. So in, the, so in the PlayStation 1, you'd see him, he'd disappear in some way, and then he'd come back and he'd be cha- he'd be different. In this mm-hmm. one, it's, like, happening while you're fighting him and stuff, and it's just awesome. Oh, that's really cool. Some good viscera horror. Mm-hmm. How many times have you been scared? Um, Actually, I got scared at the same point where I was scared as a kid and it made me laugh it's when you're in the it's when you're in the library and you're trying to walk across the plank and you fall down i felt the and it just it was just weird to like be like oh my god that happened to me when i was a child oh my god i'm still scared I've i haven't nothing grown at all yeah i have yeah <laughs> So how many scares are in the same place and how many scares are like like have they moved the iconic dogs scene no, like the dogs. That's no, they haven't. They, they haven't moved the. It's just how they approach how you experience is is way better. And like like the first the intro to the liquor is amazing. Like it's good stuff. Cool. Mm-hmm. So presumably by this time next week you would have played it. And I'm hoping it. to have beat it with uh, um, 
Leon and Claire by next week. We're going to hold you to that. Because yeah, I'm not going to play Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> You're a fool. I'm going to uh, wait. I'm going to wait. Well, that's what I'm doing with RE2. But, like, I know Kingdom Hearts is going to be a long game. Like, you see well, then my... we can we can, sw- we can swap. Like, this week I'm talking about RE2. <laughs> Next week you'll talk about Kingdom Hearts. The, yeah, the difference is you could have beat RE2 by, the time, by, like, tonight when that's Kingdom true. Hearts comes out. Yeah, so that'll be aged... It'll be like four years till everyone beats Kingdom Hearts three. Like yeah, the, I'll just be like angrier and angrier. I wouldn't be surprised if the main story is like a year worth of gameplay. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so that's awesome. I don't know why did Ari like stop giving us female protagonists. Well, they tried it with uh, five. No, that was not the protagonist. Yeah, everyone was no. too busy looking at the size of Chris Redfield's arms. <laughs> His arms are ridiculous. <laughs> They're so massive. My yeah. name is Chris Fuck Boulders. <laughs> Have you seen that, Kevin? Have you played no. the five? He punches Towards boulders. The end, there's a boulder that is thrown at Chris, and he fucking punches through it. You have to. It's you have to. Incredible. You have to. You have to mash X, and you're just like yeah, and it's just and like punching this boulder. It's like the craziest shit, and like a volcano's erupting around him. And I was like, what is going on? Is it like All Might versus Nomu? Yeah, but the Resident but, it, Evil but instead of Nomu, it's a giant boulder. <laughs> <laughs> that was thrown by uh, I don't know what, some Wesker. Guy. <laughs> well, it is thrown by Wesker. I'm trying to like think of a My Hero Academia villain that would like kind of be like Wesker. Then I mean, because like I'm blanking the main antagonist, the fucking hand hands guy. face yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, but he's like not like transforming and like doing all this weird. Yeah, but he's kind of meticulous. <laughs> Isn't Wesker yeah. always comparing things to video games? <laughs> uh, kinda. I mean, Wesker's really just like a, the Taguro, like so a younger Taguro. <laughs> He's Tuguru very brother. much so. That's a good point. I just love how Wesker, the evolution of Wesker in the Resident Evil series has been hilarious. It's like, okay, cool, secret agent, stuff like that. Okay, superhuman no, no, no. ninja. Ben, Ben, stop. When he first came, he was like fucking dick dastardly. Like, what are you <laughs> yeah, talking yeah, it's about? Yeah, that's true. He was obviously bad right from the get-go. He was, like, he was fucking ridiculous. He was like twirling his mustache. It was just like, oh, no one will get me. And you just like find all these diaries with him as he's clearly oh, yeah. like involved with this like Dear with, diary. Uh, fucking umbrella. Collusion yeah. once again. Yes, it is like the Russia investigation, but with Wesker. Like, it's so obvious, and it's so clear, and it's so inept. I just think it's so funny how ridiculous they made him towards the end of this, uh, towards, like, farther in the series, when he's just, like, doing ninja dashes and blinking all over the place like some anime. Anime. I know, he turns into fucking, like, Ninja Gaiden. It's ridiculous, like... (laughs) And then his, like, body's, like, morphing and transforming, like, the Taguro brother. And it's just like, what happened to this game? It, you know? That's a good can we talk about? Can we talk about RE5 and how, like, half of RE5 is incredible? And then the second it gets to the Umbrella facility, it just becomes 
It's like a parody of what. It's like the, the guys from Ashura's Wrath were like, "We'll finish this. Don't oh worry." Oh my god! Yes, I forgot <laughs> about Ashura's Wrath. It is like that, and it's just like, what is happening? Like, any pretext of horror is gone, and like, oh, right out biceps, the window. But like, you know how Asura will like look. I mean, he's like an anime character, right? So he yeah. like powers up and his muscles like get bigger. Yeah. Chris's muscles get bigger. Like as you're like going through the final like <laughs> stages of that game, you're just like, man, he's looking bulkier and bulkier, and it's fucking crazy yeah. until he starts punching boulders in an erupting volcano <laughs> against some guy who's teleporting. Like, yeah. And you're like, how did we get here? Yeah, you're before? you're flying in a helicopter, shooting missiles out of it at the thing, and it's like they. Uh, like him and Shiva look at each other and they're like, let's end this. <laughs> it's just yeah. all over the place. But not five hours ago, it's, the game is great. Like when you're exploring that um, infected village. Yeah, you're, you're you know, doing detective work and stuff. Yeah. Well, with the with the manji and like they're mm-hmm. like coming out of their like huts and stuff. And, you know, it has got this weird racial overtone. I don't want to talk about that too much. But, you know, like there's like the manji coming out and they're like throwing spears at you and there's the infected crocodiles and it's super scary. Oh. Oh, yeah. It was a really cool like, environment for them to do, too. Well, yeah, it was a great, like, half of RE5 is really good. And then the <laughs> other, like, it just fucking goes crazy. Until the active nowhere. volcano of Mount Kilimanjaro is exploding. To their credit, I never felt that way until the active volcano started exploding. And I was like, oh, my God, how did I get here? Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a good game to be like, wait a minute, where did I start? Yeah, and then obviously from five you get six, which is sort of a train wreck. Um, yeah. And then seven's really good. Um, seven's a really good game, actually. Yeah, I do need to get. But uh, it's nah. cool that two is. I mean, would you want to see like another mainline Resident Evil game I like two like this? I, I think I think they picked the right one. I don't think I would be willing to play any other like hundred percent remake Resident Evil. I mean, the big oh, rumors really are that they're coming, uh, just based on how incredibly well this is sold. The sales is done. Oh yeah, they're probably coming. Yeah. Um, Wait, you I, don't like Nemesis? Okay, I was gonna say if it had to be one, I would say Nemesis. Nemesis t- is incredible. Tyrant is awesome. No, his name is Nemesis. He just happens to be a tyrant. Like, yeah. Mr. Oh, Nexus that's right. Nemesis type. Yeah. Sud, what have you been up to? Uh, I was in Hawaii. Uh, it was super fun, and it got me closer to my Switch, which has revolutionized my camping game. Uh, I was really hesitant to bring it along. I was backpacking for about 30-ish miles uh, in Hawaii over a small period of time, and I was like, do I really do I really need this extra weight? And the answer was yes. It transformed <laughs> my hiking experience. Um, it was really good. I, I played a ton of Mario Kart 8. Uh, I know the game's kind of old. Have you guys played a lot of it by any chance? Yeah, I haven't like, done like a ton of solo play, but yeah, I've uh, for a while before I got Quiplash, it was the big thing I would play with Kara's family all the time. Yeah, I was just with my uh, usual hiking partner, um, and then we were just playing in the tent after like really long days, <laughs> and you know we were really fucking tired, so we couldn't play for a ton. But it was just awesome. Like it was such a cool way to unwind, and I love Mario Kart Eight so much. It's probably the best mario kart game is that fair i i would say so yeah from just touch it you know they're just improving what they had from a single player aspect i still feel like 
I was able to get the most time out of Mario Kart DS as far as oh, just man, playing by cool. myself. There was so much. Is that Double Dash? No, it no, was just, just Mario Kart DS. DS. Uh, What's Double Dash? That's GameCube. GameCube. Oh, okay. But yeah, Mario Kart DS just had like a ton of, because uh, it wasn't just challenges. time travel. Yeah, it was a ton of like challenges and like, you know, beat this giant, you know, the giant caterpillar that's like racing around the track. And if you touch it, it'll fuck up your day and like all kinds of that sort of stuff. And yeah, I am amazed for five seconds. Yeah, I am amazed that that has not made it into subsequent titles. I know it sold well. Uh, the DS one? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, Nintendo will routinely throw away franchises that sell well. That's like, very true. You know, we talk about it all the time with fucking Golden Sun or Advance Wars. Like, yeah. Why do those not exist? You know. Oh, man, I so, really want to Advance <laughs> Wars on the, on the Switch. So as far as you were backpacking, did you just have like a solar panel or something? How were you charging it? Oh, I had a battery pack. And it just lasted you the whole time you were backpacking? Uh-huh, yeah. yeah so, but how like, much I'm not playing it for hours. It yeah. I don't know. Like, it had enough to charge, like, so... Nice. Uh, I mean, it's a heavy-duty battery pack that I use for, you know, my cell phone and stuff when I'm out in the wilds. And it was charging a switch, so I'd, like, go, you know, we'd go. And it gets dark really quickly. Um, so, out in Hawaii, it was getting dark at around 7, and we were really fucking tired because, you know, we just hiked for 10 days. Yeah. Or 10 hours, sorry. Um, <laughs> on, like, volcanic basalt and tripping and cutting my legs open and all that jazz. <laughs> and, you know, you just, like, I crack open a beer and play Mario Kart. And, you know, she had never played a She didn't even know what a Switch was. <laughs> um, Damn. And so it was her first time, like, even seeing this thing. And the, she, it was, she is a really good Mario Kart player, but she just never played on the Switch. Mm-hmm. And she was... It was amazing how quickly she adjusted to the uh, – because we just had the Joy-Cons, you know? Yeah. And so we just had the Joy-Cons, and, like, it, in, like, five minutes, she knew exactly, like, how to drift, <laughs> how to, you know, use the items. Like, there was – it was not like she was getting whooped. Like, she, it was – they were competitive cups yeah. that we were playing. Um, and that's just so awesome. Like, and it really – he really gave me like a lot of appreciation for the economic and ergonomical design of the Joy-Con and how they really optimized uh, just the control scheme on that thing. And it's just, you know, I think glamping's for suckers, but fuck me, man, that was fucking awesome. Like <laughs> being able to play. Uh, yeah, you knock it, like but that. then being able to play the Switch with a bunch of buddies. <laughs> I'm not knocking the switch. I'm knocking, you know, you having this like you're you're having your black servants tag around to set up for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm knocking. Also, everyone who glamps is inherently a slave owner or racist (laughs) or both. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's fair. That's a bold Uh, statement for a man who's now a living Nintendo commercial. <laughs> looking it's on the true. cliffs over hey, Hawaii, out. playing Mario Kart <laughs> with his buddies, drinking a this beer. Is true. Hey, <laughs> exactly. This commercial. It wasn't false advertising. We were making fun of it till I did it. <laughs> now it's like, yeah, this is possible. Dancing on rooftops with hats. Uh, yeah, I never got that one. Like, why? Why are they on a rooftop? It's like a garden um, party, and they're all playing Switch. Dude, rooftops are fucking cool, all the rage. 
Like, if I, you know, hipsters, if they live in a building with a rooftop that's accessible, they'll fucking that's go That's where they're going to go. Yeah. They'll go up there with <laughs> yeah. their switch. They're like plants. They go towards the sun. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'd do it, but I don't know if I'd bring my switch. I could see someone getting, like, drunk and, like, taking my switch and throwing it off the, <laughs> the roof. <laughs> fit of passion. That's why, you, you know, you don't just go up there with random strangers on a rooftop you've never been to. That's what it looked like they were all doing. <laughs> but that's what, yeah, like, that's what I would contend. It's like, they, none of them look like they knew each other. They're just that's having the situation from that roof was to presented roof until to they us. find enough people together that they can play games. Yeah. Do you want to play Mario Party? No, that game fucking sucks. All right, off roof. to the next roof. <laughs> no, don't go to so, that roof. They don't like Switch. <laughs> I played that. I played uh, a lot of New Super Mario Bros. featuring Luigi with New Luigi Bros. So is it say, just like, featuring Luigi? Yeah. Is it just a remake of the game for the Wii U? Uh, that's what half the game is. The other half of it are new levels featuring Luigi. But well, wasn't Luigi U like a thing? Didn't that come out on the Wii U? Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, it's yeah, it's part of the. You're, okay, you are correct. Yeah, because that was Cause that was like Super part Luigi, of the. Yeah, that was part of the whole year of Luigi. Oh, right. A couple years yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. How did that yeah, advertisement yeah. campaign go anyway? Yeah, why did they even do that? I don't Did know. I, I don't know. <laughs> why doesn't Nintendo do anything? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, it should be year. Of, like, there should be year of the Reggie. Uh, would, I I never. Great. So I never actually played. Uh, I never because I. I never bought downloadable content for the Wii U. <laughs> uh, so Fair. this is the first time I played uh, New Super Luigi U, and it is really fucking good. Oh my god! Like, it, it, a couple things. One, it's like probably a, a near perfect two D platformer. Uh, people say that Super Mario World is like probably the best two D platformer ever made, uh, or at least two best two D. Mario Brothers game. I think this one is better, especially the Luigi ones. Like they're really fucking hard. It's really cool. Um, I've never. I I bought it on the Wii U, but I never really played it all that much. But man, it's like great. So like, if you like this style of game and you want to be like really challenged and really have a, a great two D Mario experience. Like I don't know how you beat this. Like it it just feels so perfect to me. Mm-hmm. Um I, so have you guys played either one? Or the the, the one on the Wii U? Yeah, I played no. the one on the Wii U. I have not touched anything on the Switch. Uh, I mean it was okay, well, what one did of those, you think about it? I mean I remember I I don't remember who specifically I was playing with, but it was one of those prime like fucking get angry at everybody you're playing with kind of co-op games oh yeah yeah i wouldn't play it with people i don't think Um, i mean it was uh, it was a lot of fun but like you're gonna be yelling at people for getting in your way and causing you to die all the time Mm -hmm. and then be like fucking pop my bubble like bring me back you asshole you threw me into the lava now you're not gonna resurrect me nintendo's so good at ripping people apart <laughs> yeah. I like I think the game's hard enough that I would not want to play with people. 
um, especially some of the later levels, but it's like just such a wonderful game. Uh, I really enjoyed playing it. It was, you know, we always are like, because we have limited time, you know, I think we all could pretty honestly say that. Yeah. Um, it, so like when we do have gaming time, we're always like going towards these like pretty epic adventures, whether it's like Red Dead or Spider-Man or God of War or RE. And it's just, there's something like really joyous about like a classic 2D game. It's like a pick up uh, and play, and no stakes. There's no stakes. I'm like, <laughs> I press A to jump, you know? You don't, <laughs> like, you don't have to save the world. Uh, well, I mean, you're saving the Mushroom Kingdom, which is the world. Yeah, but... The president's daughter's been kidnapped. That's about as bad as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, especially like on like a fucking seven, eight hour flight, which is how long it roughly takes from here to, to Hawaii and, and back. It was just awesome just to, like, unwind and be like, I'm going to play this and Yahoo! I'm going to have a great time. Mm-hmm. It's awesome music. Uh, just just awesome. Just everything I wanted out of that kind of game. And it reached, like, the the trip was great, If not only for, you know, the physical exercise and the great sights, but no joke, the Switch, like, really enhanced it. And I can't think of anything else that's even remotely on par. Like... I love the 3DS, but the 3DS uh, is not anywhere near as shareable as the Switch is. Yeah. You know? uh, I can't think of anything that's even anything like it. And I, the Switch, I really like, and I'm really glad that it's doing well. And you know, people like put everything on the Switch, but honestly, I play my PlayStation way more. Um, yeah. And this just filled a niche for me that I knew, like abstractly, that I had or that I wanted, but I never really got to experience it. And I've owned a Switch for 18 months now, or for how long. And Happy this anniversary. This is the first time. <laughs> is 18 months an anniversary, Ben? Longer than a year. <laughs> Which is what? famously what anniversary means. Is anything over a year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just whenever. Yeah, I mean, definitely the vast majority of playtime that my Switch gets is packing it up and taking it somewhere uh, to play with Kara's family, to play with my family, to play with friends I know. Just taking it places, yeah. Yeah, and it's been incredible for that in how easy it is to, you know, like you said, I can just take the Switch and throw four Joy-Cons in there and I'm set for a ton of games. Yeah, I mean... yeah, Like, that goes such a long way. Yeah, and like micro SD cards are just getting massive, so you can just load it up with hundreds of games, no problem. Yeah, have you guys used the uh, the ret- the retro store? The, you I have know, not. Get... <laughs> I okay, you guys should check it out. I played a little Sorry. bit when I purchased my subscription, and <laughs> I'm just not that interested <laughs> in save right. states and Nintendo games. I mean, it's not, like, something special, you know, but it is kind of cool. Like, I was playing Metroid for a little bit, uh, oh, Met- nice. Super Metroid. Some of the, play um, some of the classics and hear some of the old chiptune music would be not enjoyable, I think. It's a good emulator. Uh, much hope. better than I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. They own, like, yes. <laughs> for what it what? does, it does it really well. I just... Like, it could do it shittily. Yeah. Right? And it doesn't. <laughs> I so. just don't have yeah, a lot true. of use for what it does personally 
That's fine. I mean, I think it's kind of cool. I don't. I kind of wish it wasn't just retro games. Like, I don't know why it can't be like even, PlayStation Four. Yeah, even if it was probably. PS Plus. Like, I don't. It could be so much more if it was because you know it's mostly Nintendo games. Uh, very small handful of Super Nintendo games. Fucking throw a couple like random N sixty four games on there. You could definitely handle it. <laughs> yeah. It's not gonna hurt, guys. <laughs> Let me play. Dude, what if Glover. we got Superman sixty four? What you've all been wanting. <laughs> You're gonna Superman suggest Superman sixty four and then tell me to fuck off because I said Glover. <laughs> <laughs> no, I suggested Superman 64 because you're the king of monkey paws, so I chose the worst game. <laughs> you you chose a game that is actually bad in like all seriousness. Like mine, at least, like there's no way I could be realistic about that. Like there's just no way that's not a joke. But someone could say Glover, aka you, and actually mean it, which makes me so angry. So sad. In, Fuck Glover. So sad. In order Glover. to enjoy Hawaii, you should get yourself a Switch. <laughs> yes um i would say in order like so here's the thing and it was so interesting like talking to my coworkers and stuff especially when i got back from hawaii and they're like hey you know you seem like a really great trip you know would you suggest this for the people and it's like not necessarily right like but get I yourself a switch to, <laughs> if i was doing what I, if you want to have a vacation like the way i take my vacations yes you should get a switch because I am, like, I generally try to backpack. I generally try to be out in the wilderness. I'm generally trying to, like, physically exert myself. And it's fucking exhausting. And, like, at the end of the night, I wonder why the fuck am I doing this? And it was really awesome to come back to the Switch. Nice. Like, that's a really great feeling. Like, if you're just, like, fucking on a beach in Maui, like, maybe you're playing the Switch. But what do you care? You know, you're relaxing the whole time. <laughs> you know, you're not using it to unwind. Yeah. And I was. Oh, yeah, that's a fair point. Relaxing on top of relaxing. Yeah, like, I think if I was, like, in a resort-like setting, like, I don't know what the Switch is giving me. Right. That's a good point. If I'm going to a resort, I probably don't want to play video games. Like, I play video games to unwind. Yeah. It just so happens my vacations in and of themselves aren't relaxing. I mean, they're relaxing after the fact, but I I try to do them Do stuff. Yeah, that's that's a cool, yeah. yeah. I like that. Nice. The real trick is next time to... Uh, at the end of the day, play Breath of the Wild so you can hike 10 miles and then play a game where you fucking traverse another 10 miles by foot. <laughs> yeah. This yeah, is so much actually, easier. Yeah, I've actually played a lot of Breath of the Wild on the plane as well, just because, you know, it's 14 hours worth of, try- of flying. Um, and I was, I was just collecting Korok seeds. Uh, I just really like that game. It's really cool Matt's playing it, and it's been cool to listen to him when I've been not on the pod, you know, as he's exploring and yeah, you know, because he's playing it for the first time, pretty much, right? Because he only did the one temple. Before yeah, quitting. So he's about to get to all the brand new stuff he's never experienced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Kevin doesn't really get engaged by the game, but Ben, I don't know. Have you beaten the game? Like, yeah, where... I beat it. Okay. I really enjoyed cool. it. It was super fun. Like I couldn't put it down once I picked it up. Oh, really? You just play it? You kept playing it? Yeah, like, anytime I had time to play video games, that was the video game I was playing. It's so interesting. Like, Breath of the Wild for me is the kind of game where I just really like spending time with it. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, a comfort game for me now. Yeah. Like, I just go in and start exploring the world, and, like, I don't really care about saving Zelda anymore. Like, if a frankly. bubble bath yeah. was a uh, video game. 
Kind of like you know how you know how we all have. The, so it was like remember we're all living together, and I was like obsessed. I still am kind of obsessed, but I was obsessed with Little Big Planet and Little Big Planet Two. Yeah. And like sometimes I just like hop in and like play some levels or try to do some challenges, and it was just like always in my PlayStation Three or like you know always available. Yeah. Just like go and dick around for a little bit. Breath of the Wild's definitely taken that place for me, at least when I'm using my Switch, because like every now and then I'll be playing my Switch and I'm like trying to achieve something, whether it's in the Mario game or like you know Mario Kart, and then I'll just switch over to Breath of the Wild and it's just on my system all the time and I'm hanging out and exploring things and it's just a really great time. Awesome game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so out of games, like that's pretty much all I did. I watched the Broly movie. Nice. Uh, finally, and I, yeah. can I talk a little bit about it? Yeah. I mean, I also just uh, rewatched it earlier today through totally legal means. As did oh, I. Awesome. Yeah. Dubbed too. Wait, you watch it also today? Yeah. Same. Yep. Dubbed as well, so, which was the which was cool. I originally watched it subbed, so it was interesting oh. to see. The Funimation what, voice. Really? Where did yeah. you there find was... a theater playing it subbed? The Drexel. Yeah. The Drexel was playing it subbed on huh. on day on on the day it came out. Literally nowhere in Minneapolis was doing anything but dub. Yeah, I couldn't find anything like that for Seattle. I mean, I would have gone with dub imagine. anyway. It just wasn't even a choice. I don't know. Sub Broly was amazing. All <laughs> the screaming was <laughs> top notch. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> the Japanese screaming really <laughs> brings the whole thing yeah, together. Really, um, yeah, I, I believed Broly. It really came through. <laughs> uh, so this is the best piece of Dragon Ball media that has been released, I think. Media? Um, yes. Oh, man. What's better? Fighters. Mm. No. <laughs> Depending on what you're looking for, I think there's a very... <laughs> Like, for you, no, definitely not. You and I are yeah, not yeah. fighting game people, but I think if you are a fighting game person, there's a very real argument to be made <laughs> that Fighters is the better piece of media on a subjective I'm level. I'm sorry, but, like, like, do you think if... I can see someone who doesn't like Fighters, like, or doesn't like Dragon Ball, really liking Dragon Ball Z Fighters, but if you're a Dragon Ball Z fan... And you like fighters more than any other Dragon Ball Z piece of media, that doesn't ring true to me. Like, does that is that possible? Like, Ben, are you that person? Are you that case study? I mean, I think uh, fighters is like the uh, like so enjoyable for me in terms of media. Like, I mean, yes, the Broly movie is the best. Bro, uh, I would say uh, this Broly movie is the best Dragon Balls movie ever. I think it's better than most of the arcs. Yeah. I mean, I think that's really easy to say, honestly. Like, it. Especially I, I for love Super. the Cell arc. I like androids, but, like, holy shit. Like, this is really good. Yeah. And it, and it ties Everything. decades of Dragon Ball Z and even Dragon Ball, like, lore together. And I love... So, the only criticism I have of the movie... Um, and I don't want to get into spoilers because of the spoiler cast, but I, I I like the first half more and the pace just like goes so fast mm-hmm. once that first half is gone. And I was like in the theater kind of shocked, like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe they're going into this like deep dive, um, you know, saying for... daily life. 
Well, say in daily life, like the relationship with like fucking King Cold was there. Like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, it's so awesome. Like, the Cold Force. Like, and like he's like, I'm going to retire. <laughs> Give it to my son. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, and it's like, it's like it's like filling in all these like stupid things that I never. I mean, I thought did about, you, but it's like, oh, they're were, never going. Going to think in, about were this. you like, I can't wait to find out the origins of the Scouter. <laughs> no, and then bam! I didn't even, I didn't even know I wanted to know, and yet now I know, I'm happy yeah, I do. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's bizarre. Now you know you, you Vegeta know is like. the fourth of his name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's Vegeta the fourth. Like, who the why? <laughs> why did you think about this? And it's kind of awesome they they did that, and I really enjoy it. I love Kid Raditz. Um, <laughs> Basically, go tanks. And, yeah, he's basically a Gotenks. Um, one thing that I, I just love the fights. Oh, my God. The, it, it's never been more brutal. It's so uh, good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, I love Broly as a character. He's, like, actually empathetic. Kind, You know, like, Cell's a cool character insofar that Cell, like, is, like, driven towards perfection. Which Hello. Enjoy that aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, he's like he's designed to be perfect. Ergo, he acts like an like aristocratic. Kid. I love it. Yeah. I, I kind of get it. that. It's the best. But like Broly, I don't want to say human because he's not a human. But he's just like, oh, I. This is a person who's been abused his whole life, you know, yeah. and he acts like it. Yeah. Uh, and I really, really enjoy it. Well, and I, I love how much of a dick Frieza is. <laughs> having Sorry, rewatched uh, the Dragon Ball Z abridged version of the first Broly movie. Like, it's amazing how much better they managed to make this by making it so much less complicated. Like, in the original Broly <laughs> movie, Paragus's plan yeah. is like, I'm going to build up an army, I'm going to enslave a race, I'm going to build a new planet, trick Vegeta into coming here, and then, like, have a comet smash into the planet, killing him. Whereas in this new movie, it's just like, I'm going to have my son punch him to death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so much better. <laughs> it make it does make way more sense. Um, um, can I just say one thing? Yeah. Uh, so I think it's pretty obvious from the trailers that they're Super Saiyan, like the Super Saiyan God Goku and Super Saiyan God Vegeta are, are heavily featured. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's much of a spoiler. No. Like, that's in the, in the trailers, all that stuff. It. One thing, I love that design. And one thing that really bummed me out about Super generally is that they don't use it all that often. And it was great to have extended fight scenes with those forms. And I would say that is my favorite. Yeah, I will say that I think uh, the people behind Dragon Ball Super seem to be actively learning lessons. Because, you know, like a huge complaint during the Resurrection F is like, Freeze is boring. No one gives a shit. Like, we're tired of him. And they brought him back again in Tournament of Power. And he ended up being one of the best characters in that. And then they brought him back for, for this sure. movie, and he continues to be one of the best characters. Uh, you know, for a long time throughout Super, it's just like you introduce Super Saiyan God, and then immediately skipped it and didn't use it again. Yeah. And then Tournament of Power featured like several pretty extended fights where Goku was in Super Saiyan God form, and then here, both of them in Super Saiyan God form for pretty significant amounts of time. Yeah, and we like, never saw Vegeta until this moment. Go Super Saiyan God. Yeah, but I just mean like, it feels like they're slowly like 
learning and responding oh, like to this. Yeah. <laughs> it's super cool. I, I'm really into it. What I hope they do, and it's not clear if they're doing it, is that it would be awesome to see different forms of the Saiyans like have their own distinct paths, right? So Goku is clearly going towards this like ultra instinct form. Towards the end of the tournament of power, uh, we have Bishi Blue Vegeta, <laughs> you know. I think they call it it's like canon is like royal blue. Is that right? Royal blue Vegeta? It's, I think so, yeah. yeah. Royal blue, yeah. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, just Myst- like super powerful. Mystic Gohan, yeah, they all have their yeah, like unique Mystic ways. Gohan's really cool. And then like what? Uh, legendary big trunks? <laughs> well yeah, like legendary Super Saiyan trunks, which I like. Like I think that's a cool form. You know? I think that's usually Where, referred like, to as rage. Uh, Super Saiyan Rage. Oh, because yeah, Khalifa it. had but, it like, too, right? But yeah, it would. I, I would know. definitely appreciate people getting their own independent forms as opposed to everyone following the exact same transformation path. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like it kind of works that way because when Trunks was fighting um, Zamasu in that Super Saiyan, like he was able to hold his own, which was apparently on the level of Super Saiyan Blue. Yeah. Right? Like Super Saiyan, yeah. So like, I think that's awesome. Like, I think that's a really yeah. Cool they're really uniquing up it. their Saiyans, yeah, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like towards the end of the fight, like clearly Broly's not Super Saiyan God, but he's more than able to hold his own, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think that's really neat, and it's a really cool way to. I mean, it's unfortunate they never really use the God Key with like the human characters. Like, why the fuck can't Kian like Tian have God Key? Like, why does it matter? <laughs> um. Or like Piccolo, like you could have reset the playing field that way, you know, using that like that idea or that concept of God key. Oh, unlocking like, new... potential. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, give, that would give cool, the guys but, like, who will obviously that that never sailed, have a chance a have... chance again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, given that ship is sailed now, um, it's cool to have all the Saiyans at least be on semi. I mean, no one's gonna be like Goku or Vegeta, but. It's cool to have them all kind of like on, on different playing fields where you can kind of make a case where you could see like would it be crazy like in another arc of Super Sa- or, or Dragon Ball Super or whatever they call the next sequel that Gohan like Mystic Gohan comes back in a big way like is that crazy to think Don't, like, don't raise don't my hopes up son they've been <laughs> dashed so many times with my hopes that but, Gohan I, mean, I would will love to see it, something. but I have no hopes for it. <laughs> I, I have no hope either, but I'm just saying it's plausible now. And it was not plausible towards the end of Yeah, the it's certainly more plausible now because where Dragon Ball is going, you can't have Krillin, Tien, Yamcha in fights anymore since you're fighting against But they could have been. Like that's could have been, like, why but couldn't... it doesn't seem like they're going in that way. No, it's too late now. But yeah. like they had the God Key ID idea, and just like let them have it. Like why? Why not? Yeah. Like, hey, Master Roshi's is getting old. Let's throw him into the tournament. Well, that was actually kind of clever because like Master Roshi, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous he's in there in the first place. But um, I thought the uh, fucking what's the seal of containment or whatever Mafuba. What's it called? Uh, yeah, Wafuba. Um, that's like kind of cool. You know, it's like clever to yeah. have him. Yeah. use that well and i would have loved way. to see then, more of that kind of stuff of like outsmart because you know like that's what a lot of anime is is like oh humans character are so has to outsmart people yeah whereas like dragon ball for a long time has just been punch harder one, yeah one guy punches <laughs> the other guy harder 
And so it would have been nice to see so a little more be. interjection of that, like, outsmarting yeah. play into it. Yeah. That's true. Do you want to talk about uh, season the season two? Yes. Kind of. I'm, I'm really excited for it. Uh, what all's in there? I haven't seen Okay, it so there. we know of four. Two are being released in three days, and that's Jiren and Videl. Jiren is so strong. <laughs> he looks awesome. I love how he is basically a upside-down triangle with a circle on top of it. Jiren is the most boring Dragon Ball design of all time. I hope they maybe go more into his backstory besides... No, nice. his backstory is ridiculous. Like, I want, like, I want drop him entirely. No one gives okay. a shit. <laughs> all right, so... Jiren's there. Yeah. And he's so powerful. I'm not. I'm What's not his too. Final move. Uh, he punches and makes an explosion. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wait. That's he makes it? like a, a one of those. Uh, remember how he made that energy ball really big and then concentrated it to a tiny ball and punched somebody and then exploded. Yeah. He didn't he have that thing where you'd like flex and then like this like the. World yeah, he's explode? got that. He's got that where he okay. like stares at you and hits you a billion times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I his moveset it looks interesting. I'm more excited for Videl because she works like 18 where she has a ally she can tag in and that ally is the He's great Saya man. <laughs> oh, that's kind of awesome. Yeah. That's great. Is she pigtail or short hair? Uh short hair. Oh, damn it. All right. <laughs> yeah, no. No uh oh, no, sh- no what school sh- shirt with the little button on the bottom of the of the shirt. <laughs> Yeah, it was the best. Yeah, it I, was so good. I did like that costume more, but no, we got the uh, the tournament costume, I guess it is. But yeah, the great Sandman with all his silly, you know, for justice, and he does the little head point thing. Mm-hmm. And so the other, those guys are coming out in three days, but we have two more characters that we know of, and that's uh, Dra- that's uh, Dragon Ball uh, Super Movie Gogeta and Dragon Ball Super Movie Broly. Nice. What? How do we know that? Because they announced it. End of the <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, there they was just a big. There it? was there was a big fighters tournament by uh, by um, Konami. No, whatever the company. Yeah, yeah by Konami. Whatever the organization. Well, it's not by Konami. Yeah, yeah. It's by Bandai Namco. By Namco. Bandai yeah. Namco and then they announced they announced that they showed the trailer off, and then they said, you know, four. They said, you know, four more. Uh, fighters coming and they showed a bunch of mystery boxes but the other two they showed uh from the movie so we're getting those guys cool wait why would you have mystery boxes and then just show what it is no there like are four more mystery yeah. boxes yeah oh okay okay okay, okay. so there's eight in total yeah there's eight yeah. in total uh, like there was for season one yeah, so right, it's the same amount of characters. I wasn't sure. Yeah, on so we don't know cool. who the so other super- four are, but we do know the next two are going to be uh, Dragon Ball Super Movie Gogeta and Broly, which I'm actually excited. Yeah, for I'm the really Broly. glad we spoiled that. I'm really excited we spoiled that by saying that Gogeta was in the movie, but you know, we got there. Uh, mm-hmm. It's fine. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. Like this movie just came out, and if you watch the Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> like her fighters, you just got spoiled. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For those of you who weren't oh, able yeah. to see the movie, the fucking they spoil that in trailers and. Did they really? Yeah. Oh I yeah, got, no, I did not yeah. Know. Gogeta it's showed up. In I didn't watch yeah. the trailers. 
Because, like, like you said, in earlier podcasts, they fucking tried their best. And, like, man, this is a very novel way of using the fucking game. I mean, like, the movie that just came. I mean, out. Kevin had Kevin has pointed it out before, but like, uh, like you said, Japan doesn't just doesn't seem to care about revealing everything in their trailers. That's weird that they have super... I mean, it's cool they have, like, the movie version of Broly, but, like, then why the fuck do we have this version of Broly? Like, switch them around. For comedic value. You know what I mean? Like, this... Like, put Jiren in where Broly is, and then just have movie Broly. Eh. Yeah. And we got got to have the the homage to the old Broly, but now, now with the success of this movie... Poor old Broly is dead to every fan's <laughs> eyes. Well, we'll always remember his laugh. Ha, 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 ha. You think there's someone out there who's like, this was the worst. They ruined Broly. No. There are people who are obsessed with canon. I liked like, him better when he was mad at Goku for crying. There is a person called XX broly forever 420 xx who's made <laughs> nothing but broly amvs for the past 15 years and he is like close to suicide it's like i have more footage but it's just not worth it yeah because none it's none of it's canon and his lincoln park <laughs> mixes don't work anymore very accurate statement all his dozens of views mean nothing because it's not canon <laughs> What a movie. It, it was, like, the perfect amount of, like, badass and dumb. Yeah. Like, in, <laughs> in like, a hundred minutes. It was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. It's just, like, this is the dumbest shit. It's also the most awesome shit. <laughs> yeah, that was my week. Kevin, what did you do? Uh, so, as far as video gaming, uh, fucking, I've, like, at some point, I have to force myself to stop starting new games. Uh, because I did oh, not no. get around to playing any near Tomata. I haven't played that in a couple weeks. I didn't play any God of War this week. Uh, I did uh, because I was going to North Dakota and I just had my GPD win. Uh, I downloaded and started playing uh, Hollow Knight, which I had never played through. I had never touched before. I bought it a little while ago. Have either of you played that at all? Yeah, that's the one. Uh, with yeah, the, I played a little bit of it. As that's like house. the Dark Souls 2D platformer bug. Where you're a bug. Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, really fun. I never thought of you as a bug, but heah, you're a little bug. No, I mean, sure. yeah, you're a little bug. Like everyone you talk to is very, like bug like. Also bugs. <laughs> yeah, all so the buggy. all the swords are called nails. Like, it's all clearly supposed to be on that kind of scale. <laughs> tiny level uh, but yeah it's been like it has definitely earned all of the praise it got how many bosses now. have you beaten uh just two so far oh, okay there's a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> i beat i hear the game's extremely long it is there's like 36 bosses it's yeah, crazy I imagine big. a lot of those are pretty <laughs> optional but yes very uh, much so <laughs> So yeah, I think like I've I've really enjoyed it. It played like being so simple. Again, it played super well on my win two, and so that was an easy pick. Um, playing a I think lot I'm of the have classic two to... Ds, Celeste, and now Hollow Knight. Yeah, isn't this also on the Switch? Yes, Hollow Knight. I mean, Switch. they're both. Why wouldn't you get it on the Switch? 
I mean, I bought it already on something else. Oh, sorry. I missed that part. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm just curious. Like, what makes you choose something on the GP win over a Switch? Just, That's fair. It's a natural question. It's a fair like, question. Well, and plus not, now, like, <laughs> I can, uh, for some of that stuff, you know, now I can switch to my computer or whatever and do all That's that pretty seamlessly uh but yeah the controls are like incredibly tight the art and animation style is fucking gorgeous all the character designs are like really cute and beautiful to look at adorable yeah everything has like this weird somber feeling to it that just Mm -hmm. really works with the way it's all like set up Um, Um, have you saved a lot of the maggots i've saved like five or six they're so adorable like, <laughs> yeah um hey, yeah. <laughs> and so uh i like fucking i'm gonna try and lock myself down to that handful of 80 hour games i've <laughs> oh. fucking started up jeez because uh, yeah the near god of war and hollow knight are none of those are short games <laughs> fucking, mm-hmm. i how far are you, yeah are you gonna go to, for god of war first yeah i don't know we'll see how it goes but like i really like all three of them super well enough that i don't want to let any of them become that game i just like forget about and don't get back to uh so we'll see how well i manage to stick to that um in the non-gaming sector over the weekend i uh, watched the Ballad of Buster Scruggs with Kara's family. Oh, Matt, was it good? Matt was talking about that. Yeah, I don't know if you guys are familiar with what it is. Yeah, no, I, I know what it is. I do not. Fill so, me in. <laughs> it's uh, it's an anthology, so it's six little totally disconnected stories. It's not stories, like one okay. movie that goes start to end. Um, and like honestly, I. Have you seen it, Sud? Yeah, I have. Alright, uh, I don't know if you would feel the same way. Having watched the whole thing beginning to end, that is not how I would recommend watching this. I would recommend watching, like, one or two of the uh, stories at a time. Just because each one is so tonally, radically different from the others that like watching it beginning to end is almost like if you just mar- like watched a marathon that consisted of like an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants, then an episode of Black Mirror, then an episode of Breaking Bad, and then like an episode you just of feel completely disjointed after it. Yeah, because like the the first story is very comedic; it's almost cartoonish, and then like. Two stories later, it's just, like, very little dialogue and, like, depressing. And so, like, it's just... Jeez. Yeah, you hit some, like, whiplash and the... uh, None of them have poor pacing within themselves, but because the pacing changes so wildly between them, it feels very jarring. Like, I don't know if you felt like that at all watching it said. Uh, I mean, I just think it's a really uneven movie and like certain sections are way better than other sections. And as you're watching it, you're just like, I don't understand how this quality like changes drastically. Do you feel that way? Yeah. I mean, cause like I, yeah. I'm like, I was, just, I really no, liked I mean, the first one. Uh, yeah. 
I would say that, like, personally, the third one with Liam Neeson and the fourth one with the, uh, like, trained Oregon were my least favorite ones by far. What do you think of James Franco in the movie? I really liked his. I, um, cause, and I mean, again, that worked because it was less comedic than the Buster Scruggs portion, but not so wildly different that it felt jarring. Like it felt like it was paired well with it. And so I liked his little story. Um, the ending was, uh, felt a little out of nowhere, but overall I liked that story. Yeah, that's what I thought the tone of the movie was going to be all the way through, and it's just not. Yeah. And it's like, I don't get why. <laughs> like, I, like, why Why did you make this movie in this way? Uh, it's interesting. I don't know if I'll ever watch it again, but it's like, it's worth your time. Isn't it, Dan, you isn't know, it a Netflix original? It yeah. sure is. Yeah, I can't believe they got the Coen brothers to do something like that, <laughs> but they did, and it's fucking awesome, but... Well, it's, and again, it's all it, directed. It's all directed by one person. Well, I mean, the each, Coen brothers. Each, yeah, well, I mean, but is each like yeah. section like have a different writer, or are they all written? Mm. Are they all no? By they're the same guy. Yeah, I mean, they're it's a adaptation of a book that was a collection of stories. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. But yeah, because like the. The first one, the bu- the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. The second one with James Franco, and then the last one with the five people on the carriage. Those honestly felt like they were all part of the same movie. Like they were close enough together that like I would recommend watching those three together, <laughs> and then <laughs> okay. watching the watching the other three some other time, like by themselves. <laughs> Uh, just because me, that's so fucking weird, dude. Just weird watch the mission. movie. No, don't listen to him. Just watch the movie. <laughs> what is like, this? There's no reason. What, to do is, this what was that Star Wars cut called? Oh, the machete cut. The Phantom yeah, edit. like the machete. This is like some. No, when you watch episode the... four, then five, then two and three, then six. Oh, which uh, like I think it works because it's like Luke's story until the reveal of Anakin, then Anakin's story, then the culmination of both. Which is, uh, and you're like, I didn't realize how profound this is pod racing was until. <laughs> well, no, that's why you don't. That you just literally one isn't part one of that in, in the list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> you treat one like a spinoff story. <laughs> like, oh, what was Anakin like as a kid? It would be so weird to watch Attack of the Clones without having any context of the Phantom Menace, though. Can you imagine being because it's child? like, how the fuck does like Padme know anything about Anakin? yeah is it fucking explained by this 18 year old girl wanting to fuck a nine-year-old like uh it's explained by dexter jexter and his weird porn mustache (laughs) but that's in two it's right yeah yeah. (laughs) damn it it's perfect (laughs) 